Welcome to the Subconscious CEO Podcast, the only place where you will learn how to once and for all eliminate your limiting beliefs, eradicate stress, energetically align with the success you are craving, and learn real strategies to become seen and heard in order to define your brand and expand your business. My name is Jackie Adams, and I am an integrative hypnotist and energy healer with a background as a nurse, people leader, and entrepreneur. My mission in life is to make sure everyone who desires to step into their highest self and create the business of their dreams has these vital tools to thrive. So let's get into it. Have you ever experienced a week or a series of days or a month or a year even where you find yourself saying, I am so stressed out. I am so overwhelmed. I can't catch a break. What now? It's always coming at me from every which direction. It never ends. It never stops. I can't do this. I'm so stressed. (sighs) I'm calling myself out here because honestly, this is how I have lived probably the majority of my life. And I am proud to say that I am now a recovering stress addict. Who else is with me? Anybody else a recovering overachiever or a recovering workaholic, a recovering perfectionist, a recovering people pleaser? All these things, all these standards we hold ourselves to, to do all the things. And what's crazy is Society today is so different than what our bodies neurologically, biologically were meant for, right? I mean, if you think about it, we were not meant to be living in these boxes, isolated with endless amounts of information streaming at us, everything being available to us, like I mean, as as great as technology is, it's also I, – I don't believe that we are meant to have this capacity to know of every single tragedy, every single negative event, um, watch every single murder show. I mean, I do love a good murder show. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that the constant information and stimulation – and availability of us to be able to get all this work done, and yet we don't have the mental bandwidth for it. It's just not there. And yet now our nervous systems are wired, hardwired for stress. And when I say stress, I mean like our adrenaline, our all the hormones, all the stress hormones that are pumping through our bodies at every minute. And what happens when those stress hormones are entering our bodies and constantly stimulating our nerves are at this level where once they stop, once we do experience peace, once we do have calm, they're so addicted and used to this high level of stress and overwhelm and worry and fear, it's all fear-based emotions, right? That 
once it does stop temporarily, we seek out more reasons to feel that again. And that's something that I have personally lived with my whole life. When I was younger, I lived in an environment where everyone around me had money. I was raised in kind of a wealthy area, and yet I was not wealthy. I didn't grow up in wealth. I had a lot of love, uh, and I had what I needed. However, I did not have the ability to you know, have all the things that my peers had. And I, I thought that was – I thought I was poor. I thought this was – it was normal to like be in this wealthy environment. It's because that's all I knew, right? And so what I did was – I was also highly independent and raised in an environment, uh, mostly by a single mother, where I did have to be really independent from a young age. And I think that did serve me really well in a lot of ways. However, it also – put me in this situation where I constantly craved success. I constantly craved being the best, being perfect, getting myself to the next level where I knew I was going to be able to have it all. And also knowing that I didn't really have the role model of like the household with the the mom and the dad, the provider and the, uh, you know, nurturer. I felt like the woman's role was to do it all. And so that was going to be my role. And that really translated me into becoming kind of an independent powerhouse on the outside, yet on the inside, just a ball of stress, nerves, worry in this endless loop this cycle and what happens when when you start getting accustomed to fear and worry and stress and trauma is that your nervous system operates at a certain level needing those kinds of um, levels of stress hormones pumping and surging at all time because that's what you are regulated to. And what happens is you get regulated at that level of stress. We're just going to use the word stress. However, insert whatever emotion that's you know related to you there, whether that's overwhelm, worry, fear, anger, <laughs> self-sabotage, all the things. So your body gets regulated to this level of emotion and you think you want peace, right? So I've always thought, I just want peace. I just want calm. I just want to feel at rest, at ease, radiant, happy. I think peace is really the word that my body always wanted to feel. And I, I, I would always get glimpses of it right? We all have glimpses of what peace feels like. And it's like, picture it right now for you. What does peace feel like? Is it you on a beach, relaxing? Is it you in your bed, just reading a book? All of us want those feelings of peace, yet where we're at, we're not usually capable of sustaining those levels of peace because our bodies are not wired for it. 
we think we can sustain peace and we think that's what we're after. However, when your body finally starts experiencing peace, it feels great for a few moments, maybe even a few hours. And then subconsciously, you start seeking out the next reason for being stressed out, for the overwhelm, for the worry, for the fears. You look for it. You seek it. You don't think you're seeking it, and, and it's not a conscious level, and you're not, you're not bad for doing that. Believe me, when I was younger, I remember repeating to myself, I'm always so stressed out, and then I would get one project done, and then I would feel at peace, and then I would look for the next thing. I would start thinking about what else is stressful in my life, and then I would become hyper fixated on that until that passed, and then the next thing came, and then soon enough, I had hardwired my own brain for a stress addiction. And then what did I decide to do? I decided to go to nursing school, (laughs) which is so funny to me because nursing school was very stressful. I remember just almost being, I was angry. I was angry while I was in nursing school because all my other friends who were in college got to go to parties and you know they got to like I don't I don't remember if a lot of my friends were in like sororities or frats or anything but I remember them talking about how much fun college was meanwhile I was literally spending every extra second I had either working cuz I worked full time through college or studying and again what that did for me was just continued this to reinforce this cycle of being stressed out all the time. It was a compound effect. My nervous system became more hardwired to it. And then what happened? I got a nursing job. I got married. I bought a house. I started having babies. I kept working. I had a lot of stress in my marriage. I had a lot of stress as a new parent, uh, as a working mom, Uh, you know, maintaining the household. I began noticing physical symptoms of that stress because when you're younger, maybe you don't recognize the physical symptoms as much. However, as you get older, it almost, your awareness kind of gradually increases, right? So you start maybe feeling like that anxiety pit in your chest, like a chest pain, uh, or you feel a headache, And what's interesting now is I understand that every physical symptom that we have begins energetically. And whether or not you believe this, uh, I do have the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise L. Hay. And there are uh, many other books similar to that. But that's kind of like the first book where you can literally look through and look at the physical symptom that you have in your body and it will tell you where likely the energetic origin of that symptom is. So for example, I don't have the book right with me right now. However, I remember I'll give you an example of my husband because I he it was the most recent one that we looked this up on. He had this random back pain a couple weeks ago and it was his middle of his back and he didn't injure it 
in any way or how. However, he just had this weird back pain. He ended up going to the, to the urgent care for it, which he almost never goes in when he has pain. Like he just kind of toughens up. He's a man, you know, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This is really weird that you just got this sudden back pain. Where is this coming from? So I got my Louise L. Hay book out and it was, it said it was stemming from guilt. And so I sat down with him and we started talking about like, what do you feel guilty about? Have you felt guilty about something lately? And he kind of like got this look on his face and he just, he opened up about some things, you know, from the recent, and it was nothing that he had actually done. It was all things that had just been happening around him that he felt so helpless that he, he, he didn't have power over to change. Whether or not anybody else from the outside looking in could say that was valid feelings of guilt, he felt it in his body. It started on an energetic level and it expressed itself physically. It's the same thing for stress. When there's external events, if we haven't strengthened our resiliency to be able to handle these triggers and these stressors and self-regulate our nervous system, our subconscious mind, our energetic levels, then we're going to be easily blown over by the stress and allow it to completely overpower us. We will become powerless to these external circumstances around us. And believe me, we will always, you will always have triggers around you. There will always be stressors coming at you. There will always be someone else out there doing something that could affect you negatively. That will never, ever go away. And that is something that I have had to learn the hard way. There were, will absolutely always be something out there that is capable of triggering you. However, you get to decide just like I got to decide to manage your own energy level, regulate your nervous system to a state of peace and strength so that those external circumstances don't even have that amount of power over you. If you can learn how to strengthen your energetic field around you. Strengthen your core beliefs. Strengthen your nervous system regulation. Strengthen who you are as a person and practice daily reminding yourself of who you are, what you stand for, what emotions you're available for, and physically exercising There are so many different things you can do to essentially de-stress yourself, get those feelings out of that loop. Then those external things going on around you will be so much less powerful. Here, picture this for me. When you think of yourself right now in the room that you're in, maybe you're in a car, maybe you're outside, maybe you're doing the dishes, whatever you're doing right now, just picture yourself the size that you are now. Now think of 
the stressors in your life that normally would trigger you into those stress reactions. And when you think about those triggers, how big are they? How powerful are they? What color is the energy of it? How much bigger than you do they feel? Because obviously, if you're feeling stressed out because of things happening around you or to you, then it's got to be some kind of a powerful force, right? Whether that's a person that you're seeing in front of you who's creating stress or whether it's work, so a corporation that's so much bigger than you, whether it's um, some event that's happening that's totally outside your control, how big is that that you're seeing energetically? It's probably pretty big, right? Now, what if you could take a picture of that stressor? Just think of think of it for one minute. Think of one thing that triggers you into stress, something that's outside of your control. Because obviously, when you only think about what you can control, we're going to feel a lot more powerful. But the truth is, a lot of us just constantly think of the things that we can't control and worry about that because, well, that's what stresses us out, right? So. Think about that one thing that you can't control. I want you to take a picture of it in your mind. Take a snapshot of this thing. Because if it's too big, too bright, too powerful, if the energetic aura around that stressor is totally entangling you with it, it's hard to like take yourself away from it. So let's take a picture of it, push it back. Look at it like it's on a screen in front of you. And now turn the picture black and white. When it's black and white, it seems duller. It's not as bright. It's not as powerful. And now take that picture of what it is that stresses you out, that black and white picture, and shrink it down. Shrink it way down and then See it in the distance from you. Now you are bigger than it. You are more powerful than this stressor. See it as small as like a little postage stamp even and take a look back and think, wow, what solutions could you think of from this mindset when you don't feel so entangled with this? How much more peace do you feel right now just looking at it from this perspective even? It's pretty wild, right? Now from this space, I want you to think about the feelings of peace that you want to feel. And maybe peace isn't the word that you want to associate with the feeling that you want. I'm going to use that word. Maybe for you, it's harmony, happiness, bliss, whatever it is that you want to feel and you want to become your primary emotion that you want to feel at least 51% of the time, hopefully more. That primary emotion that you want to feel, how are we going to prime your nervous system to feel that way? I want to start by telling you this. Healing doesn't mean that you'll never feel stress or triggers again. Healing means that you get to build your resiliency the resiliency in your nervous system in order to tolerate the triggers and stress levels and then be able to recover from it. And we can do this in many, many ways. This is something that I help my clients through 
when we do a hypnosis session, we will go through and in this level of just trance state where you aren't overthinking yourself into a tizzy, you're able to actually relax enough to be able to identify, you know, the origin of your stress originally and the current triggers going on. And from there, the first stage is awareness. Maybe you just start noticing the trigger in the moment. You might feel yourself having a physical reaction or emotional reaction. However, just knowing what your triggers are is so important. And awareness is that first step because you can go around in life just thinking, I'm distressed all the time and have no idea why you're stressed, what's stressing you out, what's going on. You are just so entangled with this emotion. It's stuck in this relentless loop inside of your body, inside your nervous system, your emotions, your mind, your brainwaves. It can't shut off. And you are so entangled with it that you have no awareness of what you're feeling, what the trigger is, what the origin of this feeling is. So that awareness part is so important when you notice the trigger. The second stage is then being able to self-regulate when you feel that trigger. So maybe you do something when you notice the trigger, like you take a deep breath. You do the box breathing that I taught you in my previous episode of energy techniques or you step away, you remove the trigger from your life because you set you set an energetic boundary with that and you don't allow it to come near you. Or maybe it is that you go to a quiet room and you do your self-hypnosis and you reprogram yourself right then and there. And that's something more for you know a lot of my clients who I've gone through the process of teaching them self-hypnosis. It's definitely how I self-regulate now, 100%. Maybe you self-regulating is dancing or working out because we all know that in these endless loops in your nervous system when they do get like when these emotions get trapped in your nervous system, one of the best ways to eliminate them is through movement. It you literally can shake out <laughs> the trauma and have that somatic release. So again, first stage is noticing the trigger in the moment. Awareness is key. Second stage is being able to self-regulate in the moment, whether that's take a breath, step away, work out, dance, self-hypnotize, just do anything you can to work your body to bring more balance. And the third stage would be noticing the trigger and the sensations that come along with it. So the feelings. So through your body's awareness and the regulation, you're now going to be better able to process in order to build inner resiliency. Through that awareness, through that regulation, through that feeling, you are going to be able to find more peace or find more of the emotion, replacing it with the emotion that you want to feel. Because we can say, get rid of stress, get rid of the triggers, uh, self-regulate, you know, shake it off. However, what are you calling in? 
whenever we eliminate, just like in hypnosis, whenever we eliminate a habit, we want to replace it with what you're going to do instead. Same thing with like, if you tell a little kid, don't pick your nose, what are they going to hear? Like on a subconscious level, they don't hear the don't part. They don't hear the no part. Same thing with dogs. If you bring your attention, anyone's attention to the thing that they're not supposed to be doing by saying no or don't with a negative in front of it, your mind automatically goes to the thing that you just told them not to do. Like another example would be don't think of an elephant right now. Okay. Well, obviously all I can think of is an elephant. What I'm saying, I know this is like kind of a crazy way to (laughs) relate to this, but what I'm saying is I'm not going to ever just tell you don't feel stressed out because you obviously need to replace that feeling, that emotion with what you want to feel. Start priming your body for peace. For me, I lived my whole life in this constant state of feeling stressed out, having this addiction to overwhelm. Overwhelm was my was my word of choice. I want to say drug of choice because I've never really been into drugs. <laughs> it kind of was. Like I was always overwhelmed. Always overwhelmed. And what happened when I made myself unavailable for overwhelm is first of all, I became aware to whenever I would say that word to myself. Language is so powerful, you guys. So first of all, my trigger would be when I was thinking it like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. And when I would say it, I would feel even more overwhelmed. If I said the words, I'm so overwhelmed. That was where I needed to catch myself. Because once I enforce that I feel overwhelmed, it doesn't actually help you not feel overwhelmed. It just validates the overwhelm. And believe me, I've got plenty in my life to feel overwhelmed with, okay? I have a job. I've got this business, which I actually love, so I don't ever feel overwhelmed by the business. However, I've got four kids in my house. I've got two dogs. I've got an amazing husband. However, we've got plenty of stuff that we have to do on our to-do list all the time. I've got family stuff, a house, so much just like the laundry piles and the dishes. And see, I can sit here and I can easily explain away why I'm overwhelmed. It's so easy. But I want to say this. What's negative is always available to us at any minute of the day. But also what's available to us is what's positive and amazing. And if we can shift our focus to the other end of the spectrum, 51% or more of the time, it will change your life. Okay, so if you catch yourself when you're like, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so scared, I'm so stressed out, I get it. Sometimes you do need to just vent and get that out. However, Once you've vented, once you've released some of that, I want to make sure that you 
shift yourself to the other end of the spectrum and stay there even longer. And what I mean by that is when you think of this spectrum of emotions, there's love-based emotions on one end and fear-based on the other end. Obviously, stress, fear, overwhelm, anxiety, worry are all fear-based emotions. But when you can start shifting yourself closer to the love end of the spectrum, thinking about how grateful you are, how happy you are, how much love in your life you have, what amazing connection you have with your family, your friends, your pets, all the good things that you're doing in your life, all the purpose that you have. Shift yourself physically and mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Feel yourself feeling those emotions intentionally in your body, in your nervous system. Maybe you do need to shake off the negative emotions. Maybe you need to shake off and take a deep breath to eliminate the stress. However, once you've done that, you are going to need to shift yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually into those feelings of inner peace, of love, of happiness, and stay there and just notice what your body feels like. Notice physically how you feel. Notice the thoughts that are in your head. Notice the beliefs that come out. Because when you can intentionally put yourself into that space of love-based emotions, you are wiring yourself to feel that way most of the time. And if you can work on this every single day on a conscious level, could you even imagine how much quicker you could get to this space and and self-regulate on a sustainable level if you were to do this and program yourself, wire yourself with self-hypnosis or hypnosis by a professional like myself or someone else or some other kind of person that can help you from a subconscious and a conscious level. Okay, you guys, I hope this was helpful for you. I really just wanted to drive home that being stressed out all the time is no way to live. And I'm talking to myself too, because I still slip up all the time. <laughs> However, I also know how important it is to put myself back into that peaceful regulation, sustainable feeling that I know I was meant to have. I know we were all meant to have. If you found any value from this episode, I would absolutely love it if you would rate and review this podcast. I absolutely love sharing all of this wisdom and information and knowledge with you that I have worked ravishly on for the past several years and means so much to me. So let me know what you think of the episode. Let me know how I can serve you and help you. I am here. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your review is like a guiding light to help me help others. Until next time, remember that you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy of all that you desire in life.